Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Oscar fans. We've had the same four frontrunners win these acting awards at the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards. Will they all come through at the Oscars? We're going to ask these people. Here is Ann Thompson of IndieWire, Pete Hammond of Deadline Hollywood, Tim Gray of Variety, and I'm Tom O'Neill of Gold Derby. And all four, are they just going to repeat? They could. The likelihood is that they will. And even though that's rare that they do repeat, um, I think they will this time. But there was an interesting poll on Twitter. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people anyway? But the poll, which I voted in, and, I've, and what I said, if there was one category where there could be an upset, which one would it be? And I did, and most people did agree that it might be supporting actress. Oh, I guess. Really? Laura Dern has it. She's legacy. She's been winning. She's got the momentum. But there, there are. Scarlett Johansson. I think that that could happen. Yeah. Because back she got nominated for the first time in two categories, and that often favors one Right, look at Jessica Lange, the year she won for Tootsie, was also nominated for Francis in Lee. That didn't help Julianne Moore the year she Didn't she help Sigourney Weaver either. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I know, but, but I'm tempted to do that, too. I have all Because JoJo's going to have to win something. I know. You know? Um, well, okay, adapted screenplay JoJo can win. Um, or maybe costumes now. I don't know. But getting back to the uh, acting here, I think the four that have been winning are the four that are going to win. Laura Dern would be the most likely of the four to win to me. She is a hometown girl. She's from two uh, iconic actors, uh, the daughter of two iconic actors. She has the performance in Marriage Story. She just knocks that one out of the park. And they want Marriage Story to win something also, and that's the one it's going to win. Yeah, and you know, she's been around a long time. She's, she's on a roll, and she's also in another Best Picture nominee, playing a completely different kind of character, Marmee and Little Women. Warm, so uh, I and think. And the Emmy. Uh, yeah, winning, I think you uh, can say the same Lies. thing you say yeah. about Scarlett's in two movies. Well, so's Laura Dern. She has everything going for her. I think she wins. I know Brad Pitt is going to win. Definitely. Um, and uh, Joaquin seems to have it in the bag too. That's you talk to actors, you talk to anybody, they go, "Well, that's acting." And uh, and Renee Zellweger's had it in the bag since we first saw Judy. There's no question here. People keep pointing out to me though, uh, Tom. Last year, everybody said, Glenn Close, Glenn Close, Glenn Close. <laughs> and then, just like we're saying this, and then Olivia Coleman won. Not the same thing, because Olivia Coleman had actually won at the Golden Globes, too. She won in the comedy category. She won at BAFTA. 
a Critics' Choice, she even won an award in our, our now defunct comedy actress category. And more people had seen The Favorite. Yeah. And, and in, more people saw it, yeah. And in, in this case, I, I was following this logic with Scarlett Johansson at one point for Marriage, for, um, yeah, for marriage Story. And then I, I backed off because Renee is beloved and the narrative of the comeback is just too undeniable. And it just gives a huge performance. And they're also the biggest the performances, kind of yes. Performance they uh, you know, the, and the Judy movie Garland the, never won. I know, I know. That's, uh, history has to be uh, <laughs> uh, a factor here in terms of justice uh, redressed. Um, Tim, my buddy Pete Hammond has told me many times that if you want to get, call that upset at the Oscars, yeah. go in supporting, like Mark Rylance, yeah. Christoph Waltz, Alan Arkin, and in supporting actor, there are recent examples. Um, if there's a likely upset for acting on those four categories, who will it be? I mean, I'm guessing if there's an upset, it, it will be supporting actress. But I really don't think there is going to be an upset. There's, there's always surprise at the Oscars, but I think the surprises are going to be best picture, best director, and best screenplay, because there's no consensus. Um, but I feel like I mean, the, the, with the four acting categories, it, it always mystifies me that very different voting groups come to the same conclusion. I mean, like uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, he's he's great, but you know, so's Antonio Banderas, and uh, so's Adam Driver, and so's Adam Driver. Yeah. So, but but yet all of these. I mean, the the Hollywood Foreign Press, the the Critics Choice Awards, the uh, SAG. You know, the SAG, all of these different groups, they all come to the same conclusion. <coughs> I think, why is that? Well, the actors certainly go for the showiest yeah, performance, yeah. and Driver and Banderas, to his credit, yeah. to their credit, yeah. give subtle performances. Yeah. Uh, at Gold Derby right now, 25 uh, out of the 26 experts predicting that category all have Joaquin. We have one holdout for Antonio Banderas. Is that you, Tim? <laughs> one holdout for Antonio Banderas. I, I don't, I oh, don't know. I think I'm predicting a Joaquin. I, I personally would vote for Antonio Banderas, but I, I think I'm predicting Joaquin Phoenix. Antonio is actually doing a big publicity drive right now, just as ballots are going out. He was on Colbert, on Good Morning America, on Ryan and Kelly. Everything. He's doing it like the movie just came out. He's coming here this weekend to do some stuff. He's been doing a play in yeah. Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the actress role we, uh, race, we have uh, 24 going for Renee. We have one holdout for Charlize Theron and one for Saoirse Ronan. The, um, and it's a consensus completely for supporting actor and supporting actress. Um, unanimous for those? Unanimous for both of those, yeah. 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 I'm not sure I buy all that. I think uh, there's a strong likelihood for uh, our usual draw dropper somewhere around here. Yeah, but the thing that happened with Close was that people hadn't seen the wife. Everybody's seen marriage story, right. but also it was a very subdued performance. Yeah, I mean, like, again. like in terms of, and and again, they, they do go for the showy because performing. again, I loved Antonio Banderas, but but Joaquin Phoenix, he's great. I mean, he he's great, and it's a very show. You walk out of that film remembering that performance. And more like than Lincoln, he made that movie yeah, what yeah, it was, yeah. as as Daniel Day Lewis did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've had a little disruption in this Oscar Derby in the last few days with the presumption, the assumption, that Toy Story 4 is going to win that animated feature race. And then, oh my goodness, Missing Link won the Golden Globe. And then look what happened at the Annie Awards where Klaus swept nine and Toy Story was shut out. We have other you know, contenders here too, like Netflix's other, other than Klaus, I Lost My Body. We have DreamWorks's uh, Hidden World uh, Dragon contender here. Uh, why is everybody suddenly ditching Toy Story 4? 
I think that you have three sequels contending against um, originals, for one thing. Two sequels. And, and, uh, two sequels. And, and, and then you have um, uh, the Annies seem to prefer 2D. That's a thing with them. So they went for Klaus. Um, I, I think that, that it's a wide open race, but I still think Toy Story takes it. I do just on the name recognition. I mean, it is a fourth movie in a franchise, and that's kind of, I would discount that right away. How to Train Your Dragons never won, but this is the third movie. Uh, the Golden Globes went for the only original movie among their nominees was Missing Link, and it's 2D, it's, it's stop motion. Um, the two from Netflix are both animator delights. Animators, people in the business love those movies. I know the head of the Annie's is a good friend of mine and he's been through with Klaus from day one. I Love My Body, has, uh, uh, I Lost My Body, has won prize after prize after prize around the world since Cannes. And it is a, a beautiful movie. It, and it won at the uh, yeah. animation film. It, it may be that they cancel each other out uh, at the Oscars. It's a question of how many people have seen them. Yeah, That's because what you have at the Oscars, because you have a big group of people voting. And how many have actually seen all five of these movies? And that's a question. And that's it. But this is, if you're trying to call a category with a surprising winner, Something could this, happen. this is one where you could do it. And how much of a factor do you think it is that at Oscar time, Oscar voters were sitting at home with their grandkids, and Netflix is on, and this Klaus movie is running, oh, totally. and that's the movie you're seeing, that's a great and that point. I Lost My Body is this movie about a severed hand, and we're not going to, kids, we're not going to watch that Well, right it's an now. adult movie. Yeah, right, right. it's not for kids. Um, the other one, though, that's a really good point. If they watched it around the holidays, and that's the only movie they watched, and they watched it ten times. Yeah because their kids wanted to keep watching it. That, that could help Does that movie. Does that mean movie. they vote for it for best picture? Oh, I mean, for best animated film. I, I wonder if that it. was a factor at the Annie's. Uh, pipe in here. Well, well the Annie's, it was a sweep. Even everyone at Netflix was stunned. They're but, going, but don't like, you think a little happen? bit of that, <laughs> don't you think a little bit of that is to draw an analogy to the Emmys, where all of a sudden Schitt's Creek does really well? But you know that those voters are voting on the, uh, on the reruns on Netflix and not on Pop Channel. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's a, a favor, thing in his favor. Wait, 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 when you were talking about uh, seeing a movie ten times, you were talking about Klaus? Klaus, yeah. because yeah. it's a kid's. Yeah. But of course, yeah. these other things, too. Yeah, They've probably seen Toy Story and How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming everybody has seen Toy Story 4. So, uh, you know, again, it, it depends on what Well, what's got, your, what's got your prediction in this category? I'm guessing Toy Story 4, just because everybody's seen it, um, and and you and know, it's great. My, my yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. good. But my big fear is that people would see three out of the five nominees, and or even anyway. four out of the five, and then would vote. Well, we haven't mentioned this is a very short season, and they have much less time. And you yeah. talk to Academy members; they're furious about this. They are. And uh, you know, this will never happen again. I've talked to leaders there; they're saying, and of course, they've already said next year at the end of February, and the next year at the end of February. Uh, are the Oscars, but this has been a really trying time for everybody in, in trying to get members to see this, these movies. Uh, Pete had mentioned a few minutes ago that uh, that film editing uh, Oscar category is so telling. In order to win Best Picture, you, you tend to need to, to be, at least be nominated there. There are exceptions. Uh, Birdman uh, didn't get nominated. One take movie. One take movie, 1917 here, surprisingly not nominated. Uh, maybe that's the case. But uh, Parasite won at the Ace Eddie Awards, and uh, 
Bohemian Rhapsody won last year, and a big surprise here. This is a category that often goes like, uh, goes for the most editing again, uh, at that voting trend. So uh, we have Ford versus Ferrari here, the chop, chop, chop uh, uh, movie that makes you dizzy to watch it, like Whiplash, which has won in the past. That screams editing. It screams editing. Um, whereas Parasite won, but they have two categories there too, and the other winner was Jojo Rabbit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I'm going to go with the Irishman. Uh, Thelma Shoemaker got, Schoonmaker, got big applause <laughs> and, uh, at the uh, nominations did. lunch. And she's a revered figure. And talk about the most editing. That's the longest movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That could be. And I, it was yeah. compelling. For those of you who actually sat through and saw it, it was the most compelling. Yeah, it's interesting because you're... Your front runner, if you want to call 1917, that isn't in play in this category. Right. Uh, Once Upon a Time is not in play in this category. Either. Didn't get nominated. Uh, so they're going to look for something else here, and it's kind of interesting. I've been predicting Ford versus Ferrari. I think that gets the sound categories. Yeah, I predicted it in sound, too. Grand Prix in 1966 won those three categories. <laughs> 1966. <laughs> Things have changed to might since then. You know, the overwhelming consensus, though, is... Grand Prix won three. It was nominated for three, and it won three. And this time... You have Ford versus Ferrari is nominated for four. The other one happens to be Best Picture, which 1970. means a lot of people you know, have The seen movie, it. we always make fun of these sound categories. Uh, if you track these Oscars, the, the loudest movie tends to win, right? So we have this Ford versus Ferrari, boom, 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 race uh, movie. And then we have the, the big bombs blowing up movie, 1917. Well, Universal great. thought they were freaking out because they, they go like, oh my God, it's our same category. They knew 1917. But they, when they saw Ford versus Ferrari, they freaked out because they, saw, they thought they had those. And it's a race there in, in both film editing and sound. Visual effects, too, I think, you know, ninth is an interesting category. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't, I don't feel it for Lion King. I don't either. It's not like Jungle it Book. It should get it. Well, because 1917 is what I'm predicting there. They went with First Man, which had subtle effects last okay. year, even though it was outer space. Um, but 1917, I think, just the technical nature of it. Uh, Irishman is the most interesting nominee because it is all based on the de-aging technique that they came up with there to make these actors, Robert De Niro, look younger by 30 years. Whether the Academy at large goes with that, I don't know. The actors branch has been in fear of this kind of technology that could take away jobs. That's let's, the biggest branch of the Academy. Let's go I back, don't think they yeah. like it. Let's go back to 1974 with The Godfather Part Two. If you had that technology, would Robert De Niro have had a job or would they have de-aged Marlon Brando <laughs> to play the younger Don Corleone? Um, if they had that technology then, that would be taking away an Oscar-winning performance from an actor if that thinking exam, and I'm, it's not, I'm not saying it is, but actors think that way. Uh, let's wrap this up with going from Tim to this direction here. In these other categories, beyond mm -hmm. picture, director, screenplay, and acting, everything below the line, like we like to say, are there any of those categories that you want to call out to Oscar watchers to say, pay attention to that one, or that's where there's going to be a big surprise because if you want to win on your Oscar ballot or your office pool, you got to get these right. 
I mean, I, I, I would say sound for 1917, because it, it, again, if you see it in the theater, you know, if you see it on a screener, the sound is, is good, but if you see it in a theater, it, it blows you away. And war movies often win. Them. Yeah, and, and, and Ford versus Ferrari, that would be a fine uh, choice, but, but, uh, but I also think uh, to get the full impact of 1917, you have to see it uh, in a theater. Um, of the other categories? Yes. Um, well, music score, I would have said, and you mentioned the applause to Thomas Newman, who's now on his 15th nomination <laughs> with no win, and he's got 1917. You're riding a, a really a winning horse here, we thought. But Hildur Gutendotter, who did uh, on her first nomination, Joker, has gotten all the attention and all the early awards. Yeah, she deserves it. It's I a great score. Win. It's between those two. It is definitely between those two, and it depends. Look, if 1917 can engineer a sweep-like thing where people are just checking it off in all these categories, then uh, it can win there. But again, their names don't appear on the ballot, um, and that can uh, affect things. You know, they're just voting for the movie. That's the idea the Academy wants. They want you to vote for the movie, not your friend or somebody you know or people we keep pointing out as number one. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say JoJo's going to win something, and it might be costumes. Mm. Little Women's not going to win costumes? That's such an assumption. Well, because it's, again, it's the big, you know. It's uh, a costume movie. And she yeah. wasn't, the, they weren't nominated over it. The not at the costumes. Guilt. And oh. here, you know, I mean, they do tend to go, you know, with the, with the costume movies. But I think that's a harder category to, to call, actually. So is production design. You know, I would say Parasite. 1917 for production design. Okay, well, I would have yeah. said Parasite because the challenge yeah. there is enormous. <clears throat> Uh, to build this house that, where it's really a character in the movie. I would have said that, and I love it, and I'm glad it got nominated, but uh, 1917, what Dennis Gassner did, yeah. he, ha he helped to make it possible for that thing to be pulled off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, he really did. I like that the one yeah. sequence in, in the, with the burning church. Yeah. I like the recreation of that. 1969 Los Angeles. I thought was incredible in Once Upon a Time yeah, in and That leads our odds, actually, right now. Interesting. Yeah. Well. I mean, I mean, seriously, just in general, I think it's been a great year. I mean, because I, I feel like a lot of these uh, uh, categories are we're kind of up in the air, and it's like there's there's no clear uh, answer for, for these, which is a, which is a sign of really excellent. Work and again, when when you have four movies that are getting ten yeah. plus nominations, yeah. never before in history, you know, Irishman in 1917 and Once Upon a Time and um, and Joker. Uh, the Joker. Uh, all of that really shows that the Academy at large has seen these major movies and anything could happen in some categories yeah. here, so, yeah. yeah. When you look at Gold Derby's racetrack odds for the Oscars historically, uh, there have been a few times that the general public, the user uh, category, has beat the experts. Yeah. And that means you at home, your, your prediction matters. If you disagree with us, show us who the real expert is. It could be you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.